now that we're done we've touched every basis but like the normal second chance i know so uh what about relationships uh going back to my it depends on the situation Uh, I'm not saying hello anymore. I've decided. I'm saying hello. Said hi. I know what. We're just not doing that anymore. But we're yeah, here. You... We know we're here. They press play. They know we're here. Happy Tuesday. And if you didn't press play and you just stumbled upon us, please keep your hands and legs in the ride and sit back and enjoy. Because <laughs> it's gonna be a wild one. This is one of the roller coasters that don't have seatbelts. You know, that None go a little that. too far away from your chest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You panic a little bit. Shit, no, gonna... You're like, is this clicked? Right, it's not. Were you, you know those, um, the rides where you just stand up and then they just spin and the gravity pulls you against the back? And you're like flat? Oh, God. Yeah. But there's like no seatbelts or anything. You're just like. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just holding. Right. That's what's, that's what's going to happen here right now. That's what's going on. We all have, we're all that like square mouth emoji. Really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely but we're doing it together so it's fine we are so happy tuesday wait happy tuesday (laughs) um so we we've talked about some million and a half times we record the base of our episodes a week early Mm -hmm. and then we just come back in and do these intros so i feel like my life is manifesting around our episodes what makes you say that in the worst way possible (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what um, makes you say we recorded that last week about second chances here we go okay i already feel like we're taking a deep dive we are well just a little bit it was only two days and she said roller coaster she couldn't <laughs> okay so last week was cinco de mayo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what happened four years ago in cinco de mayo no but you're gonna rehearse back it was real the fast? first time the tacoma x came down to see me we oh. went to Cinco de Mayo downtown together, correct? With both of our exes. Right. Correct. Okay. Yes. So, this man also still pays phone bill. Send me money. I texted him. Thank you. Like I do every single month. Nothing ever goes anywhere past thank you. Right? Okay. Following. This man proceeds to send me every Snapchat memory he has from that weekend. Pictures, Why? videos. Because he's been thinking about us a lot lately. Did you say we don't believe in second chance? I said there isn't an us, sir. Is that what what your response was? Yes. And I said, do you not remember that summer? I guess it was the next summer after my grandfather died. And I was trying to figure out what to do for this funeral. And how to be around the family that I haven't seen in years. And you decided you needed to focus on yourself? Do you remember that conversation we had? God damn. So I, I asked him, I go, so that week when I was grieving the loss of my grandfather and you told me you needed to focus on yourself, did you Because for my ain't nothing on that side changed. And this whole side has changed. And he goes, well, I did some self-reflection. And I said, that is, I go, self-reflection and implementing changes in your life to be a better human are not the same thing. I've been thinking about it. what I what i could 
I mean, I've thought about it. So, again, back to the second chance. No. No. That motherfucker is the same. Literally the same. Sent me pictures and videos from out at a bar at three in the morning. And I said, cool, nothing's changed. Got it. Is that what he's reflecting on? I'm the same piece of trash. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely not. You know that garbage can? It's like at the weird uncle's house that nobody's ever cleaned out. And there's that weird, like, brown gunk that's stuck in the bottom of it. Is he the and gunk it doesn't the matter trash? what you do, it's just there. That's his man. Oh, gosh. That is hilarious, though, that we actually manifested that into your life. Like, we recorded that episode in the next fucking day. That's bizarre. And I love I that like, you didn't tell me until now. Not. I could, I had to wait because I, I just, I had to wait for your like honest, pure reaction. Yeah, that's kind of actually, I'm very glad that he is still a piece of garbage because, <laughs> because if he had showed the slightest inkling of change, I feel like it would have risen like doubt in your mind. And there's no room for that. I mean, I have said no this, room. I have no said room. this before that when he was not drinking, when he was working, when he was being a decent person, it was like right person, wrong time. Mm-hmm. But like that right person only lasted for like a second. Yeah. And it's like right person, wrong time. But like at this point, there's never going to be a time. Mm-hmm. I have changed too much for there to be a right yeah. time. You're definitely a different person than you were four years yeah. ago. Right. Now that we're here, though, do you believe that? You meet somebody and their fullest form is what you would want. So, like, right now you're explaining, like, when he was oh having sure. a 10 out of 10 day, he was, like, perfect, right? Yes. yes. But, like, his shitty days were too often too much and you needed the perfect him all the time. Yes. So, you're, like, maybe in your fullest form you would be better and yes. I could... You know, we could be more compatible, but I'm at my closer to fullest form and you're way back there, buddy. A thousand percent. I feel like your minds, once you meet somebody and you're like, I'm attracted to this person, they're attracted to me, there may or may not be something here, your brain like flips a switch and everything that like would normally annoy you is like, that's fine. I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. Or it's one day is not like one bad day is fine. Or it's like a logical person from the outside is going, what is wrong with you? When you like start to compromise things that shouldn't be compromised. Right. Yeah. Like cleanliness or the way you talk to somebody yes. or yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like in that same time period, you were doing the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, for context, my ex used to hide alcohol bottles from me. Not full ones, empty ones, because he was a fucking alcoholic. And you know what I said? I said, he's trying. He's getting better. He's working on it. What? Not only that, you guys, if fucking we excuse could go out in public, this man would have a full-on, like, toddler meltdown. And then Cheyenne would apologize for her actions. I wish y'all, I wish you could 
feel the eye roll, but I just did. The I way was, my skin just that like one, The one night that I ended up driving you home because he just oh, left. The fact that you were like, I know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I looked at you and I said, what the hell are you apologizing for? And he and got real mad and walked up and left. That is a prime example of how you like get to a point where compromising things and meeting in the middle is no longer an option and somebody is compromising too much is probably unsatisfied nine times out of ten over unsatisfied but if you dealt with like narcissists before you know how it goes and you get into this habit of doing more than you've ever wanted to do you know you're worth more you know but it's a trap like trying to make sense of a situation that doesn't make sense right and you put so much work into it. it's it's a whole thing y'all that's a whole other episode yeah but like no. i just could not believe like we literally recorded this episode the next morning i get the cash app notification i text my thank you and i get a picture from four years ago in response yeah that's i was like <laughs> what <laughs> is happening that and that was Friday and Saturday. And then I don't remember what I said something to him on Saturday. And his reply was like stupid. So I just left mom red and it was just like done. Because I was just like, that should have ended before it started. One bit. You are the same person you've been since the day I met you. How does one stay the same person? Because they don't have anybody around them telling them to be better. Because everybody around them is the same person they've been forever. I mean, I guess if you're content and the people you hang out with are content with just being whatever trash they are. Yeah. Like, if you're never leaving your neighborhood. Because we're all trash, right? Just what quality of trash are you? But, I mean, think about people that you know that have never left their neighborhood. They're living the same life that their parents lived. Right. Their parents lived a certain lifestyle. They're living that same lifestyle. Their children are living that same lifestyle. Y'all, get out of the fucking hamster wheel. Jesus Christ. Honestly. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That shit is exhausting to even think about. Because Cheyenne, four years ago, y'all, toxic. She was trash. Trash. But, like, we had good times because, like, we was oh. both trash. Do you feel like the I more trash? I was the most litty trash. Don't get me. I would say, do you feel like the more trash of a person you are, the more fun you have? Because you just don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, it definitely depends. Because, like, I'm trash now. But I'm, like, responsible trash now, right? Right. Right. I'd, okay. be, I'd be in bed by 1030 at the latest, and I'm past tired. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm delusional I, by 10 I ran around all weekend doing errands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what my life is now. Running from place to place. Like this Same. is this is all I do. We're like, what do you do for fun? And I said, laundry. Like <laughs> laundry. I don't know. Because I've also <laughs> got back onto hinge thinking more of second chances. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dating, you should have a second chance. Dating an ex, you should absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no. No. Well, there's two guys on here 
that I've uh-huh. been talking to today. Ooh. One of them, he answers everything with explanation points. Like he's like just so points? excited. Like oh, like it's explanation. So, like wow, right. <laughs> like ask me what kind of dog he I have. Replied with nice explanation point. I have a lab mix. Two explanation points. You think? Are you ready for like summer? Explanation point. You think he's just like pumped all the time forever on pre workout? Just like oh, I. That's how you read this. I was like nice. I have a black lab mix. Are you for summer? This is a lot. Oh my gosh. Maybe he just has like. I don't know. Nah. But everything is an explanation mark. Uh, he also asked like... me twice about summer. Twice? Yeah. Did so you not answer it the first time? Oh, no, I sure did. Is he on meth? That's well, why he's he so excited. He so, works so much energy. He works at a school in Portland, so he might be. Oh my god. Because <laughs> like he asked me what I was doing yesterday and I didn't go to work yesterday out of migraines. So I was like in bed mm-hmm. all day. Like literally took my dog out at nine, went to sleep, woke up, and it was four thirty in the afternoon. Your whole work day, you were slumped. Like I woke up and I was like, fuck, where am I? <laughs> Who am I? What is happening? So he texted me, he's like, Oh, what'd you do today? And I go, like, technically nothing. And he was like, oh, my day was good. I only have six weeks left of work left until summer break. Benefits of working for a school. Are you ready for summer? And I replied back with, it's the regrets not working for a school. <laughs> and then I said, can't wait for summer. These little mini heat waves we, we haven't are giving me life. Mm-hmm. Ask me what I do for the weekends. Ask me about my dog. And then it was, are you ready for summer? For the second time. And Why then he asked giving me, like low key like yellow flag. And then he asked me, he's like, "So do you like to travel in the summer?" And I was like, "Bro, are you obsessed with the summer? What is going on?" <laughs> and I was like, "Man, if you weren't attractive, you should respond to everything he says with, are you ready for summer?" Oh, he's kind of attractive. Loki looks like an older you version want- of my boyfriend. Don't say that. <laughs> They have the same style, I should say. Yeah, Loki, they do. I'm pretty sure my boyfriend has that same outfit. (laughs) Y'all, she showed me something that looks exactly like my boyfriend. He's fine as hell, though, so. I mean, he is. That's fine. That's fine. uh, I would also go for him. If I didn't have a boyfriend that looked just like him. If you didn't have a boyfriend and a baby. (laughs) I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, his life goal says is to be a firefighter, have a wife and kids. Aww. And I said, that's cute. I love that. Hate that he, like, is obsessed repeats with himself. Obsessed with summer. I know. Ask him. Where, oh, where, ha- what have you done for the summer? What do you have planned? Right, what's your deal with summer? Have you always lived in Oregon every summer you've lived? No, he's from Jacksonville. Oh, damn, you already know. Just, just correlate every question you ask him back to summer. So how about that sun? <laughs> this other guy... Um, messaged me this morning. He said, "Howdy." Then he said, "Like the cowboy." You know, you know what I wanted to do? Mm. I wanted to say, "Howdy, howdy, howdy!" with the shark and the cowboy hat. You know, from like Toy Story. Oh, when the shark pops out, I'm Mm bloody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I literally howdy. This is why I'm single. This is why I'm single. Yo, that's why he's single. Who says howdy? Howdy! 
Uh, Michael, who spells his name with a Y instead of an I. But he's also, he's also, he's a chef. Okay. What does he make? I eat bacon. <laughs> mm, downside, he smokes cigars. I mean, he said howdy. I feel like he just does it for the show. His end goal is to be Johnny Cash. <laughs> I literally can't. Oh my god. Is that man wearing a bull's hat? What is happening? He does not look like Johnny Cash trying to be. He's wearing a Bass Pro Shop in this hat. Oh so, my Speaking god. of, have you what noticed this? Why is this Bass Pro Shop hat like all of a sudden the thing? It's not. Like, I don't understand what is happening. I need you to know, our friends came over, our couple friends came uh-huh. over, and that's fucked up. We have a couple, and I did not consider them a couple in that sentence. We have one. <laughs> that's fucked up. I fucked up for that. Um, the couple friends that are also having a baby. Um, uh-huh. Wait, did one of him? them have? No, but him. Oh. And we went in coastals for car seats. Mm-hmm. Like that covered the seats of the car, not like baby car seats. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was really, I was like, what? <laughs> Confused yeah, yeah. for a second. Um, we went in there and everything was Bass Pro Shop. And let me tell you, my boyfriend and her boyfriend, we were in so there. So you two did hours. not go to Coastal. You went to Cabela's. That's what I meant. Cabela's for sure. <laughs> it's like yep. those are very different stores. One you buy hay or chicken feed, and the other you buy Garhart. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the uh, I have to send you a TikTok. Oh, stop. Okay, we're gonna get through this. So we were walking around and they saw Bass Pro Shop and they were like making baby toys and jackets and fishing That's gear and much. I know. So literally the two hours we were walking around this, this was like when I was like nine months pregnant. When we did this. Oh, so this they is spent... like damn near a year ago. I know my baby's almost a year old. I know. I can't believe it. <gasps> um, okay. So two hours, they were talking magic, made a whole sitcom about the fucking Bass Pro Shop and making fun of it. Like they were like impersonating people that wear Bass Pro Shop, like all around this thing. I wish I could have fucking recorded it. That Do you so realize that currently funny. there is a shortage of Bass Pro Shop hats in the United States. How? 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 Do you even calculate that? Who, who needs them? One Nobody person, needs them. One rapper wore it, so everybody had to go buy it. So, you know, when I was growing oh. up, listen, it's back to the champion thing. When I was growing up, do you know where you bought champion? At Kmart on the discount rack. That's what the poor kids wore. Right. Yeah, I know this. Do you know how much a champion sweatshirt costs now? Well, now it's like Nike. But right, because one rapper wore it. Who wore what Bass time? Pro Shop? Fuck if I know. And how is there a shortage? Nobody should be wearing it. Nobody everybody's that. buying that shit. You know oh, we have a shortage of? On... Hinge has one on. How are you on my Bass Pro Shop hat on? And he oh, looks God, like I hate Portland. it. Goodbye. Like, you don't go fishing. You don't. Have you ever picked up a fishing pole? Ask me that. Excuse me. You ever seen a bass before? <laughs> you know what a bass is. Spill bass for me. I can't. It irritates. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls off his hat. Uh. Oh shit! It's an ass, but like with a B. Like shit, like that drives me fucking insane. 
Like, why is this popular? I am not here for the Bass Pro Shop because the Bass Pro Shop also goes with those sunglasses that are like reflective, like their snowboarding goggles. Oh, like the big ones? Yeah, with like the like the orange, yeah, yellow yeah, yeah. Like I hate color them. on the. Oh my god, they go I hate hand them. in hand, hand in hand. Hate them. Hand you in hand, like douchebag. Let me tell you, probably hitting these ladies with howdy. Just saying. You know what? We have a friend. I, I guarantee her boyfriend probably has a pair of sunglasses like those. And it and wouldn't a Bass surprise. Pro Shop hat? I would say it wouldn't surprise me if she goes and gets him a Bass Pro Shop hat. And I know you know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm going to swipe left on this conversation. Next <laughs> But yeah, for sure he probably does. I hate this. I hate it here. Anyway, uh, let's get it. I was going to say one more thing and I forgot. Okay, hurry. Let's go. I'm here. Listen, all ears. So back to my lottery thing. Oh. uh So you know how I keep saying when I win, not if I win? Mm -hmm. That motto came true. Is now the time? Not for me. Not for me. For a man who lives down the street. What? An organ man in Hubbard. Which is like, I don't know, a 30 minute drive from my house. Uh huh. Won $1,000 a week from the Oregon Lottery. So $52,000 a year. And he said when he, he's been playing weekly since 2009. And every time somebody gives him grief for it, he says, well, when I win, not if I win. And I said, you and me, sir, we're on this. That is true. He's gonna work for a few more years, stack that paper up, quit his job, take his wife to St. Lucia to celebrate their wedding anniversary. I was like, this man is so cute. I love this for them. Also, he bought his ticket to the liquor store, which means I need to start drinking again so I can go to the liquor store to buy a lottery ticket. Well, it's summertime, so I guess I gotta start breastfeeding soon. You better start pumping nonstop for the next like month, so your <laughs> supply of stockpile. There won't be a U.S. shortage on this. Never mind, we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get into this episode that manifests my life. <laughs> Bitch, you know, you know what I've been fucking on lately. <laughs> what these low calorie fucking monsters <laughs> and let me tell you <laughs> these monsters i used to be ugh, i hate to say it i hate to say it but i was a monster head in high school and i hated every second of it is that why you're sitting in a black and green chair i mean that's just a coincidence <laughs> but no, 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 I was a monster bitch all through high school. I used to have those big ass, like 64 ounce cans. Don't know how I'm alive. Um, wait, wait, the ones that have the screw on cap yes. because you couldn't drink all of it? Yes. Gross. And I drank all of it, bitch. All of it. I used to have this girlfriend, my best friend in high school. Me and her, that was the only thing we drank. I swear to God, if you had pulled our bl- if a blood sample, it would just be, it would say red dye and monster. That's it. <laughs> Right. So, 
I didn't drink them. Second I got out of high school, I went straight. I mean, really the second I started making mixed drinks my, for myself, uh-huh. like fruity ones, it was vodka Red Bulls. That's where I started. Vodka Red Bull, everything. That's And then vodka rock stars, energy drinks, and that liquid cocaine. I was on it all the time. <laughs> um, literally energy drinks and vodka was my shit. And I'm not mixing vodka with fucking monster. Ew. So then, but then I was introduced to these zero sugar monsters, these flavored ones, and they're change your life. Yes. I saw somebody, I saw my boss have it, and I was like, I, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, oh, I was like, I did that before. I ain't doing that again. You know, I was like, uh-uh, we ain't doing this. And then I was like, but she, she's like, she's not a meathead. But she works out all the time. She eats very clean. She's very, I'm trying to do better, you know? Yeah. And I would say she's like buff as shit and got all of her shit together. But she's pretty buff and she's pretty much got all of her shit together. That's so funny. So when she had it, I was like, there has to be something I'm missing here. Like, there's no reason this very put together woman is out here just drinking low-cal flavored monsters for fun and this shit can't be good so one day she was like do you want anything and i was like buy me what you getting let's just try i'll i'll give it a second chance he said let's i'll have try. what you have yeah and then she's <laughs> like are you sure and i was like you know i'm a coffee bitch you know i'm a red bull bitch but you know we don't do it today life changing <laughs> i can't stop now that's so funny i haven't so- bought another different kind of energy drink since What's funny that you talk about how your boss like works out and stuff and like has her life together, but is like on this monster game. Mm-hmm. There is a podcast that I listen to, and one of the guys on there lives in the gym. Like he used to be a personal trainer. When they started making it big on the podcast, he was like personal training on the side. Mm-hmm. Now he just like lives off his podcast and like their whole thing. But he like lives in the gym. He also would have a monster IV if someone would do it like <laughs> lives on monster it's so funny i love that, that. you said that because that was instantly what popped into my head but would, see I... i've never been a monster girl there's only two red bulls that i like i am like an original rock star girl like the original that like sweet tart sour taste like I cannot get enough of it. See, and I feel like I've had my fair share of rock stars, the original rock star and the flavored rock stars. But my mom was like a rock star head when like energy drinks were like the thing. thing. Yeah. The thing. Like when I was in high school, mm-hmm. all everybody had. If you had a monster or an energy drink of some sort, everyone was like, okay, rich. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow, like you was, can afford more than just the free water. Yeah, Oof. it was like. I didn't know milk carton. Can we have an energy drink for lunch? Okay, you know. So um, my mom was like a rock star head. And I had monsters. And I don't know where this took a turn or why either of us had either of them. Uh-huh. But this was when it was really big for energy drink companies to like drive around in logoed vehicles and like uh-huh. I don't know. right. The the heavy advertisement energy drink era. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And I was so hesitant, but bitch, I gave it a second chance, and now I'm hooked. 
Well, I mean, I just have a soft spot in my heart for Rockstar. You know, I won that PlayStation. I mean, fair. Y'all, she did. She, she was one of those fucking people. Oh, PlayStation. Who it said. From Rockstar. Put your code in and you'll win a PlayStation. You know what she did? She fucking won a PlayStation. I'm fucking dead. I had to go to a notary. I had to sign a contract. It was wild. I still yeah, can't. There's, I have told people this story and they look at me like I'm lying to them. Like I made it up. Because everyone buys these cans. We see that it has Call of Duty on right. the side. We see that it has whatever else. Whatever right. video game is on there. But how many people put in that code? Nobody. Have you ever put one in? No. Not off of energy. One time and I want a PlayStation. So now I do it every time. I mean, as you should. If I want a PlayStation, I probably would too. Now, though, they don't do that many collabs. Monster specifically doesn't. I've never seen them do it. No. Rockstar does a lot, but it's only like certain Rockstars. Oh. Like the one that I won the PlayStation from mm-hmm. was a flavor that was only sold at AMPM. Weird. Like very so it was specific. like an AMPM like Rockstar thing. Yeah. It said limited edition and got your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, those two little words get me every time. Yo. Let's get into it. Our second okay. chance is real. Yeah. Because my monsters. They your monsters are on a second chance. They <laughs> proved working me, out. They proved me wrong. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't going back. And they were like, Come here, sweets. <laughs> and then now we're here again. We back. We hot. <laughs> That's so funny. God. No, I whole well, okay. I don't want to say wholeheartedly because it for sure depends on the situation and the type of relationship. Give me a time. Give me an example of when you've had something like my monster situation. Or something you were um, like, oh, that's terrible. And then you like went back to so you're like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. In our friendship, if we're really getting into <laughs> wow, this fucking bitch. She said but this like, one wasn't going to be a therapy session. I swear. I say this I my because mom about to get out. She said, "I gotta go." I say this because uh, I have always been very quick to cut people out, and been very easy for me to move on from people. Hmm. Like, if you say one thing I don't like, I'm like, cool, block, and I'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't speak to a single person I went to high school with. No, nah, you be treating me like a boyfriend. <laughs> you keep when you humor. piss me off, or, like, hurt me, or upset me, or don't talk to me for the week, <laughs> I'm just like, it's fine, she's got other stuff going on, I can't be her priority. <laughs> Goodness. It's okay, because when I need her, she'll be there. I mean, she'll show up. But, no, I did, I mean... I feel that, though. I feel, because we had a conversation it. about the whole soulmate thing, when people say something you don't like, instead of confronting them and telling them you don't like it, you just avoid the entire thing, is because confrontation equals vulnerability. Because the only reason you have confrontation with somebody is to get closer to them, is for them to treat you better, is to have them, like, if if you do something that makes me upset, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my breath if you hurt my feelings and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Which I 
if you hurt my feelings and I do care, I'm going to say, bitch, you hurt my feelings. And then I have to be vulnerable and open to whatever you respond to that because you could easily reject it. That's true. And then show me you don't want to be my friend. And that's something that makes, I would have to be vulnerable to be put myself in that situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I see where you're going. So I feel like our relationship is more of like an actual relationship where even if our feelings are hurt, we have to have those hard conversations. Right. Because there's more invested than a bitch bye. Right. And And I feel like it's true. Well, I feel like at, especially now in this point in our friendship, like, if you do something that bothers me, I'm not going to hesitate to text you and be like, so I'm not really a big fan of this. Whereas, like, five years ago, I would just bottle it up. Right, you'd, like, ponder on it and, like... I would just be like, it's fine, I'm not going to make it well, a big deal. But now you would tell me I'm like, to, listen. Get, to get closer to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do this, it'll improve our relationship. That's true. You know, if you stop you know, like, for example, you always say I come off a little bit aggressive. But if you were like, hey, when you do when you say sentences like this, it really like triggers me. You're, You're telling very... me that because it'll make our relationship better if I change in a positive way. Yeah. You know, I do have to say because you are a very like take charge and <laughs> yeah. I'll just do it all. Uh-huh. And we're in the middle of planning this baby shower. Uh-huh. And I'm very proud of you. For not just taking over. <laughs> I need you to know. Because <laughs> I know it's killing you. Shower, it's taking everything I have not to do that. I know. But I know if I do, I'll be so overwhelmed and it won't turn out how I want it to anyway. And you'll be frustrated and stressed out regardless. Yeah. And it'll just end up like trash. And I'm like, it'll be great. At either way it ends up, I don't have to right. be sole decision maker on fucking everything. Right. But you're really good at making sure you are. I literally hate it. It's really I know, so many things. About- but you do it to yourself. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have told you, you do it to yourself. I know I do it to myself, but I it's from something. I think it's from having to make hard decisions from when I was a child till now. It's just built up. Like I had to adult too fast and now I'm just forever if i just like, take care of it i won't be disappointed at somebody else whenever somebody I'll just do- is doing something and you're like oh i can help it turns into cheyenne's thing that i'm helping with <laughs> not the other way around <laughs> oh gosh it's just that uh-huh. saying like if you want it done right do it yourself i feel that it does not always work out in my favor but I go in with the, if I do it, the only person, and it's fucked up, the only person I can blame is me. Yeah, I do feel like you don't like to be disappointed with other people. You'd rather be disappointed with yourself. Oh, of course. Of course. Which I don't like. I hate that you do that. Because you just stress yourself out, and I don't like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> any so going back to this, like, just cutting people out and moving on with my life. Mm-hmm. It's something I've always been very good at, but there's a couple of times where I've backpedaled and pulled the like, JK. Do Okay, so what are we talking about? Are we talking about, because I said, give me an inanimate object. And you were like, you bitch. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I got real deep real fast. What? I'm trying to think if there's. I'm over here like energy drinks. You're like, listen, you I'm always going to give a cherry limeade a second chance. 
But do you ever tell yourself you're not going to have one and that you hate it? Because like the monster thing, I was thoroughly convinced there was not going to be another time in my life other than, nope, there wasn't going to be a time in my life where I needed a monster. No, because I'm very picky already. So like the things that I consume are already very limited (laughs) if I got one out. But there wasn't something you didn't like and then you just tried it again. You're like, ooh, that wasn't as bad as I remember. Um, Maybe like, I don't know, like gummy bears or something. I know that was just like a random thing. I feel like there's something recently. Well, okay. Maybe a store where you're like, ooh, I low-key fuck with it. Oh, I feel like yours was Grocery Outlet. Well, that's true. I did go to that grocery outlet one time and I went, fuck, why don't I shop here? I was just about to say, so you're asking Grocery Outlet a chance. That's where we shopped when I was a child because that's where the poor people shopped. We couldn't go to Fred Meyer's. Or Safeway, yeah. like that. We went to grocery outlet because it was cheap. Yeah, I, I have been an adult paying for groceries. I'm like, why the fuck am I not shopping at grocery outlet? I can afford <laughs> the bougie store. I can go to Whole Foods. I can go to Trader Joe's. But, but I can get the same shit for half the price. Even like the cotton candy sparkling waters that I love, they're like seven or eight dollars for a twelve pack at a regular mm-hmm. store. They were two for five dollars at grocery outlet. Oh shit! Okay. And again, same product, same packaging. Why am I paying regular price? Grocery outlets are really good for. When I was working for the produce company, I found this out. Not their produce. You cannot buy their produce. But their um, the way they get stuff in is just stuff that is on like monthly sales through bigger uh-huh. distributors, you know? So you're yeah. getting the same stuff, but it's just like, oh, Rockstar, for example, is having a huge right. sale on this one flavor. This blueberry mm-hmm. they're trying to relaunch is five cents for the thing. Right. Like five cents per can. So then they make, let's say they sell it for 99 cents. Right. That's they're making a 94 cent pro- pro- profit, but a 94% profit on the whole thing. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, the only only downside to that is that their items are not consistent. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only downside is that once you find something, you're like, oh, this is, I like this, I love it, I'm going to buy it here all the time. The Uh next time you go there, they don't have it. Yeah. You just got to go in knowing that you need stuff. You just don't know what the stuff is. Right. I totally forgot about this whole grocery outlet thing. But that is one that you gave a second So now I have to go this weekend. (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing? You want to go grocery outlet this weekend? Yo, I've been a grocery outlet for so long since I lived in I'm Oregon telling City. you, it was the yeah. best decision I ever made to go into that one. I haven't yeah. gone since, but... But you just know it's good now. Right. Um, I'm also thinking about giving HelloFresh another shot. So expensive. But I'm spending the same amount of money at the grocery store not getting shit. Because grocery prices are so fucking high right now. Don't you have all the cards? All of, like, the club cards and shit? All the oh, cards that HelloFresh right. sends you. But it's going to cost me more money to go buy the ingredients than it is to just have them send me the ingredients. But I'm saying if you decide on five meals or however many meals and okay. it all calls for like a quarter of an onion, you can buy one onion and have four meals. And then you could buy like you're very picky. So these things aren't outlandish. One thing, it doesn't have shrimp. One thing doesn't have mu- mushrooms. One thing doesn't have, you know. They're all going right. to consistently have majority chicken or steak or beef of some sort. Uh-huh. They're all going to have onions, garlic, whatever vegetable or green. You know, I'm saying you can plan your full week and then just go grocery shopping for those HelloFresh meals. Does that make sense? Right, Instead of like prepackaged free. But my grocery bill is going to be more money that way. 
Maybe. I don't know. I've never done HelloFresh. I just think about... Well, see, for you, it doesn't... So, I feel like it doesn't make sense if you're more than one person. Because the portions are small. Uh But if I do the two servings, four meals, that's eight meals for me. Mm. And that, I think, was like... And I think that was like $55 a week. I spend $90 at the grocery store every Sunday. Okay, that's poor shopping. I no, do not spend that's that much. Grocery prices. But I spend like a hundred and sixty one time a month, and then probably I probably spend two fifty. I would say a month on groceries for two people. The last time I went to Safeway, it was eighty six dollars. That's and bizarre. that was after all of my discounts. That's bizarre. You're telling me because I feel like I didn't get shit. That's crazy. Part of it is because I'm on this non dairy thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, the coconut milk is more expensive. Like, there are things that, like, I could get the cheaper options, but health-wise, I'm not going to. I'm not going to drink house milk. It's disgusting. (laughs) I don't care that my coconut milk is half the size and twice as much. I'm going to buy the coconut milk. I'm on on that train, too, girl, preach. I'm not going to buy canned fruit. I'm not going to buy canned vegetables. Do not sleep on glass mason jar peaches from Costco. Okay, that's different. I'm talking about like like pears in a can. Right, like I'm not going to spend all. I will go buy the fruit and make a fruit salad. I don't buy any of that shit either. I don't buy anything in a can other than beans. You know, it's cheaper to buy a bag. Probably. But I also just buy cans. I ain't got time to soak them for like an hour. I don't have time for that. I don't either, and I don't eat them that much. I also only like, I only buy beans if I'm times. making chili. Yeah, very specific times do I use beans. Um, also, nothing to do with our topic today. So. I was just about to say we're definitely gonna get off fucking grocery shopping. My God. I well, I said I was going. Food. I might be going back to HelloFresh. I also have a oh. discount code, so it is cheaper. Oh. If I do it right now. In my action. So even if I just do it for six weeks. I mean, shit. If you're already spending that amount, okay, why not? Right. I would say it could cost you more to not do it, but you know you that's something you're going back to, but you know you like. Right. It was easy for me. I could cook every day. Mm-hmm. It was different stuff that I haven't cooked a hundred times before. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about it was at my front door when I came home. Like from it work. was fresh. Right. It was fresh. No, I think if you were single and you didn't have a lot of space and you didn't, you know, for your situation. Right. right. It I makes like sense it for good. me. For me, who I'm over here, like... It doesn't make sense for you. Hoarding for the zombie apocalypse. Not really, right. but, you know. Well, and just because I know you like to make a little bit extra so you can take it to work the next day. hmm Because the portions on HelloFresh are, like, four ounces of chicken because that's a serving size. hmm It's, you know, this much chicken. Yeah. So they are very small portions. Like, so they're specific you, to what you're supposed to eat. It doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, because when I cook dinner, I typically make five portions. Right. Every single meal. So, right. So, if you're getting the four portion meals five times a week, that's like $120, $130. I could never. That doesn't make sense for you. Yeah. My two servings four times a week for like 60 bucks mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Much better for you. What's something off of little things? Do you think, like, extreme situations? Do you think criminals, for example, and, like, people with felonies or serial killers? 
I would say serial killers, but I would say like murderers. I was going to say it depends on the crime and the circumstances of the crime. Let's say somebody robbed a bank and shot one of the tellers dead. Do you think they should get a second chance? No. I think if you robbed a bank and nobody died, sure. Serve a couple years, get out. You were just broke, my guy. Right. Like, I'm here. I'll plan it. What if it was an accident? I mean, that's manslaughter if it's an accident. No, but they were robbing the bank. They didn't mean to shoot the person. The shooting was an accident. They had a gun. The bank was intentional. And if you have a gun, your intention is to use it. What if the person that orchestrated the robbery, one of its affiliates, were given the gun as a scare tactic and was told it was blanks or not even blanks just it told it was empty why'd you pull the trigger it was an accident you can't accidentally pull a trigger no it bumped his leg i don't know then he would have shot himself so i think that if you do bodily harm to another human being Uh no absolutely not really what if somebody beats somebody to death then no they don't get a second chance Really? Well, wait, why are they beating this person to death? See, I feel like it's a real gray area. Did the person, like, rape their cousin or their niece? Fine. Did the person just give them a dirty look at a bar? Not fine. It's all circumstantial. What if it was a bar fight and then the person fell down, hit their head, and died? No. Why were you fighting in a bar? See, that's not fair, because what if somebody tried to fight me and I hit them, and then they fell down and hit their head and died? And now I'm going to jail for a manslaughter and I never get a second chance again because somebody decided okay, to pick a bar fight with me. Manslaughter, you don't get that much time. But you're saying I should You're not getting you're not going to jail for life. It's not a life sentence. Oh, but we're not talking life or death right now. We're just talking hypothetically. Like, do you think my life should go exactly back to how it was? Like, should I get the second chance of like having that wiped and like it not meaning anything? I'm not talking oh, about like I... essay or anything like that, because then absolutely fucking not. Disgusting. But I'm just talking about like how shitty things happen to or people get into shitty situations and it like forever haunts them. Like how far is far far enough to not get a second chance? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because I think the whole bar thing, I think that person should most definitely get a second chance. The robbing the bank thing. I think that person, if they are not like an extreme serial bank robber who's just shooting a associates everywhere across the world i feel like they should get a second chance but see i feel like the bank robbery you're going to that bank with an intention yeah it's not going to a bar with an intention right but if you're going to a bank with something that can harm somebody Mm -hmm. your intention is to use that to harm somebody yeah but we live in america people walk with around the streets with guns on their hip right there's a reason the u.s has the do you know that the number one cause of death in children is gun violence right now? I mean, I in would the assume, US? if I had to guess, I would also assume that. Did you know that last bizarre, year, but... there was like, I don't even remember how many school shootings there were. It was like over two, 300 school shootings in the U.S. last year. The next closest country to us was Canada, and they had two. Yeah, that's fucking bizarre. Because the U.S. is trashed. But I feel like if you were taking a weapon mm-hmm. to commit a crime, your intention is to use that weapon. Mm-hmm. And if that weapon is going to do bodily harm mm-hmm. or loss of life to somebody, you do not get a second chance because you went in there with the intention of ending really? somebody's life. No, yes. I'll give somebody a second chance. Because I feel like robbing the bank is a normal thing. Not necessarily a normal thing, but you're not doing it for 
like you're not doing it for fun if you're gang if you're like gang associated and this is just a normal string of things and you have other crimes to back it up but if you're just like if your story is not that you're but you can rob a bank without a gun right but would you have done it a million times it's happened a million times but i'm saying would you or go on amazon buy a score gun and pop that orange tip off would you yeah because i'm not robbing a bank without a gun why what do you mean why you can just say i have a gun and if you don't give me money i'm gonna use it they don't have to know that you don't have it i feel like that's a huge thing with robbing a gun and it's not necessarily the scare tactic it is that uh, no it is. yeah yeah right so if you say i have a gun i will use it you're scaring that person they don't have to see it i don't think that's true because if i worked if you I don't think if teller, somebody walks up behind you and says i have a gun give me your money but think about it you're at a bank are you gonna turn around and go where's your gun no you're gonna pay if you're if you're in front of me and there's glass that's how banks are. They're, you're in front of me and there's glass. Mm-hmm. And you say, I have a gun and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm going to be like, this could be a tricky situation. But it wouldn't create that like instant like flea of panic. I think it would if you were in the situation. Sitting here, mm-hmm. you can say, I'm not going to be scared if somebody hands me a note that says I have a gun and I'm not afraid to use it. Give me the money in your till. You can sit here and say that. Yeah. But until you're in that situation. I don't know. I would go with the gun. And not only... For the scare tactic but somebody's gonna try to shoot at me and if somebody tries to shoot at me i'm gonna shoot them because the reason i'm robbing the bank isn't for to go buy to go buy a concert ticket like this isn't but if what we're you, doing well here's the thing when you rob a bank you actually don't get very much money you read the statistics well, i'm not robbing the bank people actually get it's very small amounts i am not robbing but the bank. i actually just listened to a podcast about um there's a show called Pink Collar Crimes, mm-hmm. and there was a soccer mom who would drop her kids off at school. Uh-huh. She also had a raging opiate dependency because of a C-section, and she was over overprescribed opiates, so she was also like mm-hmm. buying drugs on the street. Mm-hmm. But she would drop her kids off at school, walk into a bank with a little slip of paper, mm-hmm. hand it to the teller. The teller would give her the money, and she would disappear. She robbed like four mm-hmm. banks before she got caught. Never had a gun, never got shot at. So you don't need a gun to rob a bank. I personally would take one, though. Right, because your intention is to shoot somebody. So then you're going to jail for the rest of your life. I'm assuming that I'm going to get shot. If you're taking a gun, you're going to use it. That means your intention is to hurt somebody. No. My intention is to not die. I just told you to not die. If you have a gun in your hand and you get shot, you're still going to die. That's not going to change you getting shot. I wouldn't necessarily, I can't, I can't promise you that I'm going to walk in with a gun in my hand. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, if I have a gun on my body, my goal is not to kill anybody. My goal is to get the money. But if somebody shoots at me, because it's a very common thing when people are scared. Right. I'm not going to die. Somebody shoots at you, having a gun in your hand is not going to stop a bullet from hitting you. No, but I can shoot back. That's what I'm saying. Assuming you can pull the trigger faster than somebody else. Assuming that I noticed they have which, a gun prior so to So what you're saying is... Instead of just standing your, there and being like, oh, I got right. anything. So what you're saying is your intention is to take a gun and to shoot somebody. No. Yes, you no. just said that. My intention is to get the money. If somebody so interferes with that, if somebody interferes with that, 
it would be protection of myself. It's not going to stop a bullet from hitting your skin. A bullet might hit my skin, but it might prevent a bullet from hitting my skin. How? If I see somebody with a gun shooting at me, Tara. If they're already shooting at you, Cheyenne. If somebody has a gun, if there's a security guard, and you see him go to grab his fucking gun and his hip, what do you do? You're facing the teller. The guy's behind you. You don't know that that's the point where I have to use the gun. It could be while I'm running down the street with the money already. So you're just going to shoot haphazardly? What if you kill a child? I might, but I don't know. That's the thing. Don't you think you should get a second chance? No, you don't need the fucking gun. I do think I need a second chance. You don't. If you rob a bank and you kill somebody, you do not get a second chance. I feel like because you know what you know what they say. You know what they tell people that have guns for home protection. Uh If you have a gun, you need to be prepared to end someone's life because that's the intention of having a gun. Do you honestly believe that? Because this will turn into a gun conversation. That the point of having a gun for home protection is to use it to protect you. Yeah. Yes. So the intention is to use it if you need to, which means you're going to kill somebody or I would shoot kill them somebody. or hurt them. You want right? it? So again, <laughs> if that is your intention, that is why you have the tool. You were so saying if you it. take a gun into you're a bank, your you're intention is to use it to hurt somebody. But you're leaving off the if the situation prompts that. Again. If I go into a bank and I rob and I don't have a gun. Uh-huh. My intention is not to hurt somebody, regardless of what's happening around me, but regardless the reason, of what happens to me. But the reason you asked our friend to buy you a gun for your birthday is not because your intention bank. is to go kill somebody. It is if I need to. If you need to. You're not just getting a gun to kill somebody. That's what you're making The intention it like. is that if I'm going to use it okay. for protection, it's to kill. Okay. If you so want to take a gun into a public place to rob it, uh-huh. you're taking it with you in case you need it. Correct? Sure. So the intention is to use it. That's why it's there. No. Yes. It doesn't you matter how you word gun. this, I'm not gonna agree. Why do you why do you put water in a water bottle? To fill to drink the water it. Bottle? Oh. Okay. Do you fill it up for fun? And let it sit and then go dump it out? Given the situation, yes. No, you put water in your water bottle with the intention to drink it. But I fill my water bottle and put it in my car and I don't drink it. You know what I do? I take it right back out. Nothing happens with it. Is to drink it. No, it's in case I get thirsty. Again, that's your intention. No. Is that if I need it, I can use it. Right. If I need I can use it. My intention is not to get thirsty while driving. That's not my intention. My intention is not using it. That's not my intention. I'm saying it's well, why an Why do you need it? Why do you need cash in your wallet? You I don't, don't put have it cash in there. In my wallet. But I'm saying you don't have it <laughs> with the intent to spend it. You have it in just in case situations. I don't pack my son formula with the intent to give it to him. I pack it just in case. And I don't plan to use it at all because my son is not formula fed. So I don't believe you're doing it because that's your intention. I feel like it's the other way. You have it, worst case scenario. And that's okay. But I want you to see why I'm dying on this hill. And I see why you're dying on that hill. Because you say if you have it, that's why. If you voluntarily 
cause loss mm-hmm. of life uh-huh. that I don't think you get a second chance. Okay, I my sec- that's what I was saying. My second chance with the whole bang thing would be after consequence. I'm saying if that happens, if you rob a bank because you can't send your kids to school, your wife's on her deathbed with cancer, you're, you have no money, whatever. Worst case scenario, you rob a bank, shit hits the fan, you accidentally kill somebody, you go to, you go to federal prison for 20 years. When you come mm-hmm. out, your life should be restarted. I disagree. You should be allowed to have a second chance after that. I think you should be allowed to get a. I think you should be allowed to get a job and to find a place to live. Right. But I don't think that should be wiped off your record, and nobody can ever know about it. Oh no 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 no! I don't think that when you look up that person's name, the first thing that comes up should be their jail record. Like that person should not be known for that one thing. But what if they they raped a six-year-old one time? You don't think that they should have to... That person should get killed. Okay. Different. Different. If I accidentally shoot somebody and I molest a child, those are two very different things. But you wouldn't want to know if your neighbor murdered somebody? No. On accident? That is not a threat to me. Anybody could kill anybody. The people you walk by in Safeway spending too much money? (laughs) I'm pretty sure those motherfuckers have killed somebody. Exactly why I don't want to go to the grocery store anymore. But the people you, the area that your zip code is with your children, you should be able to look where people who have molested children live, sex offenders, all that. That is unforgivable. I don't think they should ever be let out of jail. I mean, because I feel like that's a state of mind. Right. And that state of mind should not be forgiven. So I know that we just died on this hill about the whole gun thing. But my point, my whole point about the whole bank thing is that's a one-time accident in a shitty situation the molesting and sexual assault that's like a mindset so that's like more serial killer status like do you think serial killers could come back mentally from that no no yeah see i don't either no i feel like that that is a like a defect that is like a mental defect that no right or like if you almost hit a deer but swerved and then hit a person in the dark like, that is a terrible fucking situation. And yes, there's consequences to that, but that. But see, be able to come that back situation, that. unless you were drunk, is not going to result in jail time. <clears throat> no, I'm just saying any. I'm just listing the top things I think of that are like one time yeah. events. This isn't like you as a human. You don't radiate yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus somebody who lives for that. Right. Who has killed multiple times. Mm-hmm. That it's like a way of thinking for them. Yeah. Like a lifestyle per se. I mean, yeah. Like I said, it, I, it's all circumstantial. Like it depends on the history of the person. It depends on what the crime is. It depends, you know, there's so much that would go into. Mm-hmm. Like if I they feel did? like it would be like an, a case by case thing. Sorry, that hill made me thirsty. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you thirsty? Do you put water in that water bottle with the intention of drinking sure it? Did. This time? No, it was just in case. And good thing I had it, huh? Because I needed it. Could have died of dehydration over here. Good thing. <laughs> I brought this just in case. Oh, God. Um, But it's kind of like recovering drug addicts. And see, that I feel like is an environment thing. Because I have an old coworker. Mm-hmm. 
who, when she, when her son was a baby, she never did drugs when she was pregnant, when she found out she was pregnant, but she was hard on meth uh-huh. for a long during? time. No, no, no. As soon as she found out she was pregnant, she didn't do any drugs until after he was born. But then she got, like, right back on it. Oh, so she just but, took that 10-month break and was like... Yeah. All right. But she was, like, a functioning drug addict. She always had a job mm-hmm. to pay for the drugs. She never stole from anybody. She never, just, like, prostituted mm-hmm. for the money. Like, she always had a job to pay for her habit. Yeah. But she's been sober for, like, 10 years now. And she goes, I have friends that I love, but I cannot hang out with, with them outside of my home like if they want to see me they need to come to my house they need to be sober they need to not have anything with them and if they do or if they get to the door and i can tell that they're high i will shut the door i couldn't imagine because having she was, that because it would be either. so easy for me to go back hmm. so i think that is one it's your mental strength whether or not you are mentally strong enough to say no mm-hmm. and to who's who you surround yourself with I think second chances when it comes to like, I think second chances for addicts with the exception that they will forever be an addict. Right. It's a disease. You're never going to, that's so, never going to leave your brain. Right. Whether you are using or not mm-hmm. may change. You may use, you may not, but regardless, you are an addict. Right. I don't think the attic part changes, but sobriety right. always gets a second chance. And again, I think that so 90% of that is like who you surround yourself with, what position you put yourself in. I think that plays a huge part. And I think the other half is your will to do better. Yeah. Like that mental, that like mental side of it, uh, mm-hmm. like the self-control side of it and the the hope side of it. Yeah, because if you have nothing, in quotes, if you have nothing to live for, or if you don't, it's hard to do shit for yourself. So if you're not doing it for yourself or for family or kid or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. like. And that was my coworker. Sally over here is. Right. I mean, my coworker got to when her son was two, Mm -hmm. her parents came and picked him up and said, when you're sober, after you go to rehab, you can have him back but we're gonna raise him until you are capable yeah he went to rehab she's been clean since yeah because she got her kid taken right yeah it's always kind of like that eye-opening like shit i'm not okay yeah like i'm not managing this like i thought i was Mm -hmm. and like she said it it would be so easy for her to use again now that her son is a teenager and can take care of himself that it would be so easy for her to fall back into that life. But she doesn't allow the people that would make it easy for her mm-hmm, around. To get close enough. Right. Because she goes, I could that. very easily make one phone call and have meth at my house in a minute. Right. Cannot imagine. I also can't imagine. I've seen people on meth at my, my old job. My God. And I, a lot of them did active drugs because, like, it was a very high-paced job. Nobody did drug tests or anything, you know? Right. Um, and that showed me how well a functioning addict could really perform. Yeah. Like, they worked better on meth. Than not. That's than A not lot of people meth. are like that. 
that they can't function without the drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, and perform so well with them. Right. So it's so I mean, deceiving. right. I dated an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. When he wasn't drinking, he could not function. Yeah. His body could not function without having alcohol in his system. Mm-hmm. So. And it was like, I mean, he couldn't hold a conversation. His He would just shake. He couldn't focus. He couldn't do anything. You give mm-hmm. him one beer and he's perfect. It's... Yeah. That's bizarre. It yeah. is. but And that's, I mean, coming from having an addict for a parent. Mm-hmm. I will never allow myself to do something that I enjoy so much that I feel like I need to do it all the time. Because that's like when you get, you know, everybody says that like your meth, your heroin, the first high, that's what you're chasing. That's why you keep doing it. It's because you're trying to feel that way again. And then your brain becomes mm-hmm. dependent on it. Yeah. A lot of people tell you that that first time, the feeling you have that first time, that's what you, like, every time you do it, you're trying to get that feeling back. So you keep doing more and more and more. And I mean, more. I guess for, like, meth and heroin, it's more, like, that initial is so night and day. Like, it right. alters your brain chemistry, like, at the drop of a dime. It changes yeah. every single thing in your body. Me being an addict for nicotine and alcohol, it kind of, it's not the same for me. Because my well, first, they, I literally they af- don't remember. They affect your brain differently. Right, that's what I'm saying. So for yeah. an actual, like, hard mainstream drug, like meth or heroin or something so heavy mm-hmm. that has that initial, like, pizzazz. Right. Well, that's like a switch, you know? Yeah. When I'm just an addict of nicotine and alcohol, which yeah, I'm still chasing something. It's just not right. that, like, initial, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, like, I have trained myself that, like, when I drink, I can drink. I can have, I can get some mash and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But then I will not consume alcohol for three months after yeah. one night. Like, not that's, I know. <laughs> I have a very addictive personality. Like, I have no problem being like okay that was fun for a weekend but i'm not doing it again for six months right like that is something that's always in the back of my head because of the addiction that runs in because it's disease it's hereditary mm-hmm. so and both my parents are addicts yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but i just Yay. always have i mean i guess technically both of mine are too well and i and i blame the whole nicotine for me, let's be honest, and alcohol, I started drinking when I was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, but nicotine, all my family always smoked in the house. Mm-hmm. They both smoked since I was literally born. So and that see, was secondhand. I, ha- I was given that addiction. But see, I also grew up with parents who smoked in the house when I was a young child. Mm-hmm. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Every single day of every single year of your life, you had somebody smoking in the house. When I was your a child, don't smoke in the house. No, but when my when both my biological parents were married, uh huh, they smoked in the house. Your aunt and uncle, they smoked in the house. When I lived with my biological parents, uh huh, for the first thirteen years of my life, uh huh, they smoked in the house. Hmm. 
I wonder if you went through withdrawals when you were 13. I don't know. I just know I've never smoked a cigarette. The first time I smoked, it was to be cool. Oh, you're one of those. I suppose. But everybody's doing it, Mom. My mom was the one doing it, and I wanted to be like her. So absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I used to I used to give my mom so much shit. Every time she would lie to say, I'd be like, <laughs> But who, somebody taught you that. I don't think so. Yeah. Because I nobody in my life, not once. I had cable. You didn't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> point. Because not one single person in my life did not smoke. So my normal thing was to smoke. When I had friends that their parents didn't smoke, it like caught me off guard. Like I thought yeah. that was the weird thing. So I never had a thought that smoking was bad or smoking was uncomfortable until I hit like middle school and people would bring it to my attention that I smell like cigarettes. And then I was like, oh, I'm the one. Right. That is weird. Yeah. Like I'm the yeah. one that smells like cigarettes and that's not normal. So I was way older when I learned that. And at that point, I had already smoked for my first time. I was, like, way past stage of yeah having any, like, mom, stop smoking. Like, I didn't have that stage. Oh, see, I... I straight into... And, see, I, like, I do, I, I blame it mom. on... I blame it on TV. Like, the commercials and shit that were out in the 90s about how bad smoking is. Because, oh, like, there were... Well, you didn't have cable. No. And I was born in 97. So. My dad sold drugs for a satellite dish one time. That's how we had dish. Wild. Yeah. Never. I feel like addiction is hard, though, when it comes to second chances. Because second chances, as in, like, restarting your life. But it is very hard for a relapsing addict. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because you always get a chance. It's never not a chance. There's right. always time to come back from it. You can come back from it. Right. But, but there are those people hard. that are like, I'm sober. And then like six months later. Yeah, and it's like an again. ongoing And thing. then like six months later, I'm sober. Mm-hmm. That and sounds it's like, like, bruh, do it or don't. Like, yeah, just addiction back and on, forth. Addiction with like um, actual drugs is hard on the daily. The relapse is strong. Everyone deserves a second chance. So if you're sober or getting sober, if you put in the effort, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are in a situation where you want to be sober, but your environment's not allowing it, get out. Move. Leave. You know, before, now that we're done, we've touched every basis, but like the normal second chance. I know. So, uh, (laughs) what about relationships? uh going back to my it depends on the situation the second chances y'all thought we were going to talk about versus (laughs) ones we actually talked about yeah the hills that we've died on today we're not over exes no (laughs) um have you ever gone back to an ex no really not one single time like never like broke up for a couple weeks or a couple months i've never gone back with an ex before ever okay ever (laughs) and i emphasize that because it's bizarre for me even because i've been through so much like relationship wise Mm -hmm. that it's even thinking back on it i'm like there had to have been one time 
I've checked every other like there was box. never a fight where you were like we're done and then like a couple days later you're like hey sorry wow wild yeah I would say wild it's probably because my my toxic trait is that I stay past my invitation right you say past your welcome you overstay your welcome yeah so I like will stay hanging on to the littlest last thread until it becomes explosive and then it's like Mine's the other way. Violent, you know what I'm saying? Mine's the other way. That you read a million times? Over the smallest thing. Yeah. You're like the first one. It's done. Yeah, 100%. You didn't put the toilet seat down. Fuck you. Leave. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. How many, what's the most amount of times that you've broken up with somebody and got back with them? <sighs> I can't even count. Okay, what's the quickest you've broken up with somebody and then got back with them? Like a week. Like, you were like, we're done. Yeah. And, like, five days later. I never want to speak to you again. And then, like, five, six days. I miss you. They say that to you or you say that to them? Both. There's like, I so miss you. I saw we. I was just fucking around. I wasn't serious about it. <laughs> and then, um, so, like, What's in high longest? school. Mm-hmm. um, Like, six months. So, in high school, I dated a guy... He took another girl to the movies. Ooh, that's tough. So, like, game over. Right. I, I To this day, I hate this girl. <laughs> like, this girl's married, has kids. I hate her. Every time I see anything that has her name on it, because I have friends, like, I use the term friends loosely, mm-hmm. on, like, Facebook, people went to high school and stuff that are friends with, like, her and her other siblings so whenever i see something i'm like oh, i fucking hate that girl how are you still holding on to a grudge from high school i don't it's understand been damn near 20 years i'm like fucking hate that girl how do you have the brain power listen i'm really yeah. good at holding grudges but like so we broke up for i don't know maybe like a month and then got back together and then i found out and then he moved up to Vancouver to live with his dad because he got caught with pot in his mom's house and she freaked out. Mm-hmm. So he got kicked out and he went up to live with his dad and I found out he was cheating on me up there. So then it was like over, over. And then, so. yeah. And then, have you gotten back with all of your exes? Broke up and then no. got back together? No, 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 no. Um, the guy dated after that. We were together total for like four and a half years. But after, like, the three-year mark, we were fighting constantly, and we broke up for, like, a solid six months. Mm-hmm. And then we got back together for, like, maybe three months, and I was like, I am not happy. This is not what I want. And he's like, same. Huh. And then it just was over. Interesting. It was, like, one of the things that, like, we never should have gone back. Mm-hmm. But it was, but like, it was like yeah, that, like, familiar thing, mm-hmm. that comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I want to say it was probably four months after we had started dating again that I was just, like, I'm not happy. Like, you couldn't do it anymore? Yeah, like, I, I physically and I emotionally cannot do this. I mean, at that point, you get so used to being back by yourself anyway. Well, right, and I mean, we were fighting daily. 
That's so exhausting. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not happy. I cannot do this. Yeah. And he was like, I get it. It's fine. Like, we tried. That's all. You know, I can't ask for anything else. And I never spoke to him again. I talked to his mom. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I feel like second chances with dating, for me, I don't break up with anybody over anything. Just anything. Yeah, see, it for sure depends on, like, the situation. Yeah, I don't. I'm not that kind of explosive, though. Like, me and me and you are not the same kind oh, of no, explosive. Oh, no, see, I cannot stand being ignored. So if you don't reply to me, it's a fight. I know. If I text you, listen. <laughs> I almost called you the other day. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I'm sending her fucking gold right now. <laughs> it's hard out here, okay? Um, um, but I'm not that explosive. I will, I'm the person that will... I will fight until the end of time mm-hmm. if I think that something could work. So, scenario. Say you are in a happy, healthy, functioning relationship, uh-huh. and the person you're dating goes on a guy's trip, gets drunk, sleeps with somebody else, uh-huh. comes home, tells you what happens. Uh-huh. What is your reaction? Uh, I mean, considering I cheated on before and it was kind of the same scenario. Okay, no, because that relationship was done. But that's what I'm saying. If it was a great relationship mm-hmm. that had happened, I want to say I would be the bigger person and just leave. But I can't promise that. I would probably, we would work through it. See, same. I feel like if it was like I went out one night with the boys or we went to Vegas on a boys trip and this thing happens, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm mad at you, and, like, you're never going out with your friends again. Like, with consequence, a second right. chance is given. But yeah. I'm not gonna end, like, if we have this happy, healthy relationship, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna throw it away because you got drunk when I made a stupid choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I've you never... are going to work on the weekends and pouring your heart and soul out to Becky in the office next to you because you feel like you can't talk to me, then our relationship is over. Yeah, definitely, definitely situational. Like the emotional cheating versus the physical cheating are two totally separate things to me. Me too. Yeah, me too. And I've been on both sides of that. Same. Like I have physically and emotionally been been cheated on and cheated on somebody. See, I've never physically cheated on somebody, but Mm -hmm. I have absolutely like emotionally cheated on somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and it's garbage. And it's the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, it's garbage. On both sides. The yeah, one doing it a... and the one it happened to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I've done it. I've done it both times. And it's trash either way. It's really trash either way. But I do think cheaters mm-hmm. are not always cheaters. No. Because I'm a cheater. I have been. So someone might look at me and say, oh, she's a cheater. But I'm not. But it's not like you've done it in every relationship you've been in. Right. That's the difference. It's a pattern. If there's a pattern, it's scared of commitment. Right. It has other issues going on. I've never been faithful. That's a pattern. (laughs) Yeah. 
if it's I was in this relationship that was over before it was over mm-hmm. and I didn't know what else to do except this thing right that's a response to a situation <laughs> if I use this as self-harm that simply right. doesn't fucking count like you're self-sabotaging yeah is what you're doing <laughs> If you're just an asshole and you're just fucking every girl in the corner while your baby mama's sitting at home, honestly, like you're an asshole and you don't deserve yeah. shit. There's definitely a difference. I do hate that. I feel I don't feel like personally attacked because I know my I'm confident in my situations and how they ended up and why they were what they were. Like yeah. I'm very I've accepted that that I was a shitty person to people and I could have been a better human, but I also see the situations that landed me there. You know, so See, when people I... go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go oh, I was gonna say. So when people say a cheater is always a cheater, I'm like, mm, yeah, not really. No, and I mean, no. I had an ex that cheated constantly, and it was but was it his personality? It was all physical because he was afraid of emotions. Yeah. See. Scared so like when right. So like when we would, when he felt like that we were connecting, he would go cheat on me. To or like he distance did, himself. Yeah, 100%. I hate that. Like, as soon as he felt things getting emotional, he'd go cheat. I hate that. I hate that for you. Same. Goodness. It's five years of my life. So, fucking garbage. And it was never, and it, that's the thing too, it was never the same person. It was always some random person he found. It wasn't like he had this whole other relationship. You know, it was, yeah, it was sort of like spur of the moment, and then he'd yeah, come back. It was all like, just random. There's all this stuff going on, like right, yeah. This excuses for it. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. I think cheating on somebody physically is pretty bad, you know. But I mean, there's definitely there's always worse, right? Right. Like I'm not gonna be like, okay, cool. Let's. What are we having for dinner? <laughs> like I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be hurt. And then I'm going to be, my self-esteem's going to go in the toilet. I'm going to be self-conscious about everything I do. Mm-hmm. There's I'm going to be comparing it. myself to everybody you've ever scrolled past on Instagram. <laughs> like, it's going to take a while Yeah. for like, that the trust again. to go away. Mm-hmm. But if we have this, like, family in this house and everything is great and you know, you were like, right. it was a one-time thing. I made a huge mistake. It's like the... Like, super remorseful for it. I'm not going to throw away my life. It's like my gun story to the serial killer not story. the same. <laughs> yeah, because the, same. the gun thing... No, I'm saying the gun thing happen- is a one-time thing. The deer, the swerving and hitting a person, one-time events. The This is a mindset. This is forgivable. This is not. With consequence, of course. Right. This doesn't fucking matter. You say it out loud one time, you should be death penalty. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of, do you believe in the death penalty? Like the actual act of the actual act them? of killing a human being for wrongs that they have committed. I feel like you would have to paint me a very vivid painting to really be able to gauge and say yes or no. Because at hindsight, no. But situational, you're like, that person should burn. Yes. You're situational. situational. See, that's how I am about it, a lot of stuff. Like, I don't have a black and white answer. Because if somebody 99% said... 99% of the stuff. Like, like uh, let's say somebody raped somebody. Mm-hmm. That should have very high consequence. 
there's too many tiers of terrible that you just hit by doing that Mm -hmm. that you should not be killed over but you should definitely spend the rest of your life life rotting Mm -hmm. for that because if you could do that your brain should not be in society right there's no coming not enough therapists can fix you right and i don't believe especially if you've done it more than once Right, yeah, I don't. So I don't think what if happen. you grew up in a gang family mm-hmm. in a shitty neighborhood where mm-hmm. that was your only option and you joined the gang was to join the gang. Oh, yeah. And while you were in that gang, you engaged in things like drive-bys and other shootings that caused loss of life. Mm-hmm. Do you think that person should be given a death penalty? No. No, I do not. We're on, the, we're on the same page there. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Because a lot of that is by peer pressure and force. It's situational, right. Yeah, that is, I feel like a 99% of gang shit and poverty pushed things mm-hmm. is very... Out of a lot of people's hands. Right. It's either you get killed by them or mm-hmm. you become a part of them. Right. They're doing and it to survive. Yeah. Those are usually your two options. So, no, I don't think anything like that, unless you are the one reaching the fucking thing. If you're the mm-hmm. priest of a gang, mm-hmm. you're just as bad as a priest of a church. Yeah, I agree. Like y'all are both y'all up top, right? Brainwashing the problem. The children, yeah, You're the problem. Yeah. You're definitely the fucking problem. And those people, my answer might be a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. Situational. Because I don't think, yeah, I don't think I would ever just outright say like, oh yeah, they deserve the death penalty. But there is some gross fucking people out there. Yeah, that the world will not miss if they died. Correct. I'm not over here pushing the button, but. jail is only fine for so long yeah well and i mean think about it depending on where they go to jail they get three meals a day they get a bed right they get health care yeah that's what i'm saying so it's definitely for that it's definitely situational i don't think what was that movie the green mile Uh uh-huh that movie is so sad it is it's also very long also very long but that death penalty, mm-hmm. that's exactly why I am very wishy-washy on death penalties. Yeah. Is because a lot of things get missed, even with a multiple-tiered government system. Oh, happens constantly. People are right. constantly being exonerated for wrongful convictions. Right. So if we're just passing out death penalties, we're just killing innocent people. We might as well just right. shoot up on the strip you know yeah like i just feel like unless you have concrete evidence that you cannot lie your way out of and it is something that has happened over and over and over again mm-hmm. and you have proven that it's a pattern and it's something you're not going to stop then you don't deserve a chance you yeah like the ones go. that just sit there and admit it and say that they enjoyed the whole thing and it's just like yeah getting off on the fact that they did all this shit and they get to tell mm-hmm. their story and now they're like famous for it right you can you get know? off you can yeah. get in the chair uh, yeah absolutely yeah. those kinds of things i'm like 
Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a lot. In and I know it's like, it's a very controversial thing. The death penalty is a big Well, because it is a very political extreme. thing. But it is like you're ending somebody's life. It is very extreme. But if you're going to sentence them 250 years for 13 murders in an attempt, right. what? This guy, this person just sawed half the neighborhood into pieces right. in the backyard or and like is the, now laughing about it and he like just the, sentenced him 300 right. years or like people who like kidnap women and keep them in their houses for years locked up yeah like what you did that like, three five three four times what who knows if you're not going to do it again yeah like people that kidnap children and shit yeah they find them when they're like 35 yeah like get out go away yeah forever extreme yeah extreme situations nap. like that yeah I agree. There, I feel like there's a big gray area, but yeah, I mean, the there white is. areas are white and the black areas are black. Right. You know what I'm saying it's and not again, a black and white answer, but there's far I just left feel and far right. Like second chances are very situational, circumstantial and situational, regardless if it's somebody who took two cookies instead of one. Or the person who shot up the neighborhood because they felt like they had to. Like, it's all situational. Yeah. And the consequences of the situations and whether or not I'm going to give you a second chance or if society is going to give you a second chance. Mm-hmm. It's all about circumstances. I agree. I don't think there is one answer for it's anything. Always- it's always interesting when we like banter about this, you know, because like you even see, I mean, for all of you guys listening, uh, like how we go back and forth about this, right? right. Like we're around each other all time, all the time, right. and like we still have I mean, these, like, yeah. mm. and like going back to the bank and the gun thing, I am very pro gun. Mm-hmm. Fifth Amendment, if you want a gun, buy a gun, but please be responsible. Lock that shit up. Don't let your kids get to it. See, and I have the same the background checks. I have the register same those serial numbers. I have the same ideal opinion on guns. Yeah. If you want it, you should have it. Mm-hmm. If I want to go buy something, as anybody else in the world, if they want to go buy something, they should. Obviously, everything comes with consequence. Honestly, I mean, obviously, everything needs to be restricted and right. safe and done in a yeah. manner that. Like there's safety protocols right. that should be put in place. Right. So the idea is the same. It's not mm-hmm. like our beliefs are different, but like even the little right. banter under the like in like yeah, the little yeah, like the subs, you know? yeah. So it's just interesting that if you were to ask somebody walking on the street about second chances, somebody's going to be like, always once a cheater, always a cheater, mm-hmm. and they're going to die on that hill. Right. Or the death penalty, they're going to be like, absolutely not. It doesn't matter if he kills off of an entire state. And then those other people that are like, light their asses up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you get the totally opposite side that's like, don't we all cheat? Right. (laughs) Don't we all bomb places? Like, what? And see, that's one thing because I, I know you get asked this a lot and I get asked this a lot too is, how can you be friends with so many women? There are four very strong females <laughs> in our group of friends. 
And we all very have very strong. different opinions on the subcategories of things. But I think like the core ideas, 99% of the time, the four of us agree on like the core parts of it. There's sub branches off of that that we might like disagree on. Yeah. But like the core parts of it, we're like, oh, yeah, like I get that part. Yeah, I feel like if you, I mean, also, all of us are not very political. We all obviously are humans. We all live under the same, in the same states, under the same government. We all have our idea of what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. But when you put it on a piece of paper, if you were to ask all of us in a room by ourselves, in this situation, which is the best answer, we're all going to give you the same answer. Right. Like if you took the top five political conversations happening right now, we are going to have the same stance on them. Yeah, exactly my point. Like, our answers are going to be the same. Regardless of how much banter we have, regardless of how much information we don't give or we overgive, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because it's, like, a sub thing, you know? Right. Like, my bank thing, in a real-life situation, if both of us were given it, we're both going to answer the same. But it's simply how I'm wording it and simply yeah. how you're wording it. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, it doesn't... That's the thing. It's just interesting because we're know, so different. But listen, the bank robbery thing that just goes back to planning, and you being such a detailed person, I would think that you would plan that better to where you didn't need the gun. That's what I'm saying. So, I personally see. And if I said I'm going to rob a bank, you're going to take over my planning and you're going to draw maps. You're going to give me times, and you're going to schedule. <laughs> you're going to find out the police schedule. You're going to know who's around. So I'm not going to again. We wouldn't be at a fucking bank. <laughs> This is true. I also would never rob a bank. Those guardian trucks have way more in it than a fucking bank would. Like, right. That's simply so, it. Going back to the pink collar crime thing about mm-hmm. the soccer mom Robbie makes, she was getting between like $800 and $1,200 for getting, that's you insane. know, 20 years in prison for $900 because you robbed a bank. That's what I'm saying. The bank thing was pure hypothetical. If I was going to rob a place, it would be way more beneficial. Yeah than just robbing my local let's go rob a casino in vegas what's the the western whatever no wells fargo yeah no i'm not doing that no 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 no, no. that bank is going bankrupt (laughs) you know what you need to get what safety deposit boxes that's what you need to rob not that petty cash they have in the tills up front you know that's what i'm saying there's just so many more yeah a casino has more money than a jewelry store anywhere you guys we don't condone robbing people and this is all alleged everything we've said in this episode has been alleged it's (laughs) all hypothetical it's all hypothetical you guys we're not planning anything over here god don't look at me like that (laughs) i mean we should have, I guess we should have put a trigger warning in the beginning of this. We'll but really, we're just here. We're just, you know, pinging ideas off of each other and opinions, all opinions. Right. right. Personal <laughs> opinion are two women in a world of 8 billion people. We mean nothing. Our opinions in the big picture do not affect anything in the world. Oh gosh. Well, and on that note, I thought we were tired on that note, but we're bringing it back for this one, apparently. 
<laughs> because this was a lot, a lot of pills, a lot this of opinions. A long episode. This one, yeah, we were getting into it. But I like these long ones when we're into it. I like it. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be going back and forth, that's for sure. All right. Anyway, guys. Okay, guys. I gotta Anybody? go to bed. I gotta go plan this robbery and go to bed. I mean, this bit. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>